what's up y'all it's your girl queen key and i am back happy friday tgif right because it's been i'm not gonna say a long week because this week actually went fast y'all like i've been seeing a lot of people say is it just me or did this week fly because it really did but some of us are on week three or week four of lockdown i think we are a few of y'all just went on lockdown a few people been on longer than us so in this time right now i've just been concerned about a lot of people's mental health how they are coping how they are dealing right now with depression anxiety self-care is going to be our main topic today i just want to provide you guys with some tips some feedback some different point of views of from different people of how they have dealt with um, self-care have what tips they can provide as well as what I can provide for you so you guys just sit back grab your notebooks grab a pen and be prepared because we're going to talk about some good stuff today Okay, so self-care. So I went ahead and actually looked up the definition of self-care and just to have a breakdown and an understanding for those who need to comprehend exactly what self-care means. So self-care is the practice of taking action to preserve or improve one's own health or the practice of taking an active role in protecting one's own well-being and happiness, in particular during periods of stress, expressing oneself as an essential form of self-care. So I have a few questions that I want you to just sit and think about for a couple seconds, um, for the next couple minutes, I mean, if you have been through it, if you can relate to these questions, have you ever asked yourself these questions, or have you ever even been in these type of predicaments or felt this certain way? So the first question is, how many times have we been down or been put in a mood and we're not exactly sure why, and we can't get out of it because we stuck and we're not even for sure how we got in that mood in the first place? Like I can speak, for example, I know sometimes I have my days where I'm cool, I'm jolly, I'm fine, I'm happy-go-lucky. And then the next day I'm just like, I wake up and I'm like, ugh. Like you just have an attitude or you just you just randomly wake up and you're depressed or you're in, in this mood and you don't understand why. Or have you ever felt like there was just a dark cloud over your life and you don't know why and I feel like that's with depression because sometimes with depression you don't sometimes you don't even realize you are depressed until you realize your actions and what you've been doing and there's been times in my life for periods of weeks I've felt like there was just this dark cloud over my life and I'm just like I don't know what's going on I don't know why all this bad stuff keep happening I don't know why I'm feeling this way but I am and then 
The very last question is, have you tried pushing yourself to be the best version of you, but you don't know where to start? You don't know what resources to take. You don't know who to talk to. You don't know what's the first thing of even taking care of yourself or starting the self-care process or self-love. So all of these questions I've had to ask myself because I've been in all of these type of situations. I have been where I've tried to push myself to become a better version of me and it feel like I can't because I'm stuck. I felt like the world is living their life and they have moved on and then there's me. I remember being in a relationship and I was so down for the other person that literally I stopped taking care of myself because there was so much going on in that relationship that I completely forgot about myself, completely forgot about Keisha, completely forgot about what Keisha felt, what Keisha needed, because I always put, I had always put my needs and how I felt to the side for the other person. And sometimes you seem to think, okay, in a relationship, you do for the other person, you guys do for each other, but it always felt like I was doing that. And it was just like, dang, well, what about Keisha? Why isn't Keisha happy? Or why can't Keisha, you know, put her needs first sometimes? And it just felt like I was always doing that. And everything I did was always for him and it wasn't for me. And eventually I lost myself. And then when my dad passed, it was like the end of the world. I, majority of you guys, if you listen to my story, um, a few episodes back, I explained my adoption and me being adopted and my parents, me finding my family. So I found my family and when I met my dad, we built a relationship. We had a bond and I was so happy because I'm like, okay, I didn't get to meet my mom, but now I have my dad. And then six months later in December, he died. And I'm just like, I immediately became depressed. I was crying every day. I had an attitude all the time. I wasn't answering no phone calls. I stopped going to school. I was making impulsive decisions. I stopped taking care of me. I almost questioned my belief in God. For years, I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Last year, I went to go see a counselor thinking that will fix all my problems, you know? That's what everybody say. Oh, just go talk to a counselor. You'll be okay. Or just go pray. You'll be okay. But to some people, that doesn't work. Some people say, well, I've been praying and I've been praying and I'm still feeling down. I'm still feeling hopeless. I'm still feeling lost. Or I went to go talk to a counselor, but all they want to do is give me medicine. Or I went to go see a psychiatrist or a psychologist, and all they want to do is just throw me on some pills, and that's still not fixing my depression or my anxiety. That's not fixing the how, the why. How are you getting in this position? Why are you in this position? What's causing you to feel that way? Why aren't you taking care of yourself? What's leading up to it? Why have you stopped taking care of you? Why haven't you put your needs first? Why haven't you put your feelings first? Sometimes you have to take a step back from reality, from everything that you have going on, and think about you. 
but I could go on and on and on and on with story after story, with example after example, with experience after experience. But I stopped looking and asking why and said, how can I fix it for me? So first, I had to love me first before anything. I had to learn, and everybody will tell me that all the time, well, baby, you got to love yourself first. And I'm just like, well, I do love me, but I didn't love me enough to put myself first. To say, Keisha, you deserve to be happy just as much as the other person, or you deserve that just as much as this person. And if I didn't love me, I eventually had to understand that I can't love somebody else properly. I can't love something else. How can I love somebody else the right way if I'm not even loving me properly or taking care of me the right way? Eventually, you you overlook yourself when you are dealing with friends and family and other people. You eventually forget about yourself. And it was like I was always putting myself down. I felt like I was always the go-to for people, but it wasn't the same in return. People call me, text me all the time, and I have no problem with picking up and answering my phone when somebody needs me. But sometimes it felt like, and I don't know if it was just my depression or my anxiety or just the little thoughts in my head saying, nobody's there for you, nobody's going to talk to you, nobody's not going to understand. So it just felt like I would, I couldn't, nobody could be that same door for me as I was for them. Secondly, I pointed out the things I could control and the things I couldn't. I realized the things that were making me depressed or down, some I had control over and some things I didn't. Like bills, how many of us get so worked up and worrisome over bills when it's just like, look, some of that stuff you can control and some you can't control, but that's okay. And not just bills, there's other things that come on top of that, your relationship, your family, just everything crowded on top of each other. And it's just like, okay, look, grab a notebook. I had to grab, literally, I grabbed myself a notebook and I made a T-chart. I made a list of all the things I was struggling with, all the things that I was dealing with that was on my mind, that was on my heart, and I separated them. Okay, I can control this. Okay, yeah, I can control this bill because I know I can handle this. Okay. All right, school. Well, yeah, I can control that. All right. I can handle that. But there were some things on the list that I was like, I can't handle that. That's out of my control. Work. There are some things that happens at work that you guys, that we put ourselves in a depression about. Because sometimes we can't always separate work from home. So there were times where I would literally be so upset because of something that happened at work. All week, adding up to the end of the week, by the time Saturday comes, I'm like in this funk and I'm just like, what is going on? Like, I'm upset. But at the end of the day, I was like, that was out of my control. That was something that I couldn't handle.
So not saying that I couldn't handle it, but it was just I needed to relax my mind and really break down what was in my control and what was out of my control. And once I separated what I could and couldn't control, things started to make a little more sense. And then that weight that I had on me kind of lifted a little bit. Third, I realized who I allowed in my life or who I was connected to also played a part in becoming a better me. You are the company you keep, and that is a very true statement. And the other statement, you are who you hang around. And misery also loves company. All of that plays a part in your life. So I had to make some decisions to cut strings with people I didn't want to, but I had no choice because I felt like it was time to start choosing me. And it was like I was always concerned about other people, but it felt like that same concern wasn't the same in reverse when it came to me. So eventually I was like, look, it's either me or these group of people. And I was just like, it's me. It gotta be because I'm, I'm more important. I know I am. But why is it that I, had, I make everybody else more important than myself? And then it just felt like the people I was connected to at the time, it was almost like they was rubbing off on me. So they was, you know, had certain moments where they was down and they was depressed. And then it was like it was rubbing off on me and I couldn't figure out why. But that whole respecting, like, protecting your energy and protecting your whole entire, like, aurora, your space, like, that stuff is so true. You really have to make sure you be careful who you, was, who you are allowing in your life. Because eventually you will have a person that will just drain you and suck you dry, leave when they got all that they need. And then once something else happens, they come back, suck you dry again, then you back down, then you have no energy. And it just felt like my cup wasn't being poured back into. And eventually it was just like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't want to give nobody no more advice. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But it was just like, I had to look in the mirror and say, okay, Keisha. Are these people benefiting you or are they hindering you? Because at the end of the day, like I said, yourself is more important. Your self-health, your mental, everything, all of that is more important than some job that's making you mad or your bills or that friend or that relationship. You come first. And once we learn how to put ourselves first, and how to take care of ourselves, everything else will come more smoothly. It won't come just handed to us in our hand, but it'll come more smoothly. So going through this quarantine, I have seen a lot of people suffering mentally. For some, being at home is all you ever wanted and you love it. You don't have to worry about working with people and dealing with people because you love being at home. You love your space. For some other people, this is not good for them. For some people, being at home in the dark and the quiet makes them depressed. It makes them lonely. It makes them think and overthink. And once overthink, once you get to overthinking, 
more and more, then that's when anxiety fills the air. And then that's when you are just in this funk and you don't know what to do. So I did reach out to a few people again, because again, I like reaching out to people to get their perspective, their tips, their point of view of how they have handled self-care, how they have dealt with getting through depression and anxiety. And we're going to jump more into this on another episode as well and dive deeper. But I just want to provide you guys with some tips that I've gotten from other people that have helped them in their time of needs. And then I'll also provide you with mine as well. So let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back. have some tips that some people have provided me with their ways so of getting through these hard times and just dealing with self-care and how they lift their spirits back up in those deep dark times okay so the first the first one that I got that says if I'm feeling depressed I try to find the silver lining or figure out solutions to my problems Keeping up with my appearance, boost my confidence, and keep me feeling good. I communicate with my friends and family on a regular. Always think of the best case scenario. You must at least find one hobby. I also talk to myself, but it really helps relieve tension, and it's basically like another person is there to guide you through a situation. They also said exercising keeps them energized while also boosting their confidence, and it relieves some type of a stress and then the final thing is also work that keeps them calm and also keeps them busy and they also like their job so I mean yeah I feel like working if you feel like keeping your mind busy and distracted by working is a way to get yourself not being like not being depressed not feeling down then hey there's some people who are workaholics who can work 24 7 all day and they could be cool because they like their job. But also I do agree with finding the silver lining or figuring out the solution to the problem because if you don't figure out the solution to the problem, if you don't figure out the how and the why, then you'll be stuck trying to see, well, is there something wrong with me? You'll never get nowhere. It's going to be a continuing cycle Every day you're going through the same motion. Every day you're going through the same feeling. You're never going to get that part figured out. As well as how you feel about yourself on the inside shows on the outside. And that's what I have to tell myself. I'm like, if I don't feel good, then I'm not going to show it on the outside. So if I'm feeling 
down or if I'm agitated or if I'm this or if I'm that, if that's what I'm feeling, it shows on the outside because a lot of people tell me I wear my heart on my sleeve or I wear my feelings on my shoulder. But that's because I never knew how to fix that because how I felt on the inside showed on the outside, but it's true. Keeping up with your appearance boosts your confidence, keeps you feeling good. If you feel good on the inside, you're going to feel good on the outside. But if you feel yucky and icky on the inside, on the outside, it's going to show. The second one was when I was dealing with it, when I was dealing with things in the past, I would try to find any little thing that made me smile or happy. And that was doing hair. It was like an escape route from what I, from what was weighing me down and throwing off my spirit. Advice that she would give is to find something that makes you happy, whether it's a hobby, a person, and always pay for strength, endurance, and clarity. And I really do agree with that and find it something happy. I feel like positivity is always a way to get you out your funk. And that's one thing I can appreciate about my best friend is she always finds a way to bring me out of my funk, bring me out of my downness. If I'm upset, she always finds a way to come to my apartment with a bunch of snacks and just like, look, this is what we about to do for the night because I can't have you down. And by the time the next day or a couple days come through, I'm like, okay, I'm back to me. But sometimes you need that. You need that one thing in your life that makes you happy. So if it's doing hair, doing nails for guys, if you like cutting hair, if you like playing sports, a lot of guys and women are in the gym. So if working out makes you you know, makes you feel good, You then you do it. Um, another response was that when I used to be depressed, I would just sleep it off because I didn't know how to handle it at first. But now when I'm depressed or having anxiety, I calm myself down by listening to music or watching videos to keep my mind off of whatever was bothering me in that time. But you, it's really nothing that you can do that's specific but distract your mind. And I mean, yeah, I, I kind of I see that as far as the sleeping part goes. I feel like sleeping on my part makes me like not want to do nothing. But again, it works different for other people. So for him, if sleeping it off at the time because he didn't know how to handle it, then that's what you do. Then sleep it off. But eventually you don't want to stay asleep. You don't want to stay in the bed all day because then eventually you don't want to, you're not going to want to get up and eventually you're going to stay in that funk. But I, I really do agree with the music and watching videos, something to distract your mind, go cut some grass. This, this relates back to the second one. Go do something that makes you happy, something that you enjoy doing. Someone else said listening to gospel music, uplifting music, watching YouTube videos of other YouTubers you want to be like or look up to or get into a new habit or binge watch a movie. So for her, that was her way of getting her herself to feel better. That's how she got out of her depression and dealing with her anxiety. The best way to make herself feel better was watching videos or watching YouTubers and different things like that. I watch YouTubers too, so 
most definitely agree with that tip as well. I also had someone else who said that their senior, their junior year was probably a really, was really a tough time for them and music was their outlet. Um, They got the chance to meet Chance, actually, Chance the rapper, um, and he changed his life. And ever since then, he's been his favorite person in the world. So even if that means finding a mentor or if there's somebody in the world that you look up to that that you see as an inspiration that can also be your outlet i know there's certain people that i go to for certain not for certain things but there's certain actors that i look up to there's certain celebrities that i'm like okay this is a good person for sure i'll speak on one taraji henson and i'm just saying that because she's an advocate for mental health she speaks on it because she's dealt with it she has also spoke on self-care she's also dealt with these type of issues so when i'm dealing with this i'll go back and i'll go watch one of her videos and i'm like okay this is what this is this 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 and that that she did okay so i know if she's been through it if she can do it then i can do it and yet it may take a little bit longer but again finding that mentor or finding that person that gets you out of that funk and for a lot of people music is that outlet music is a good outlet music can help you a lot and that's what a lot of people don't understand the next response I got was sometimes it's going to come from being a better person standpoint and this is where it goes when you are pushing to become a better version of you because in that time when you're trying to become a better you and work on yourself you're going to get tested and there's going to be things that's going to fly your way and you're not going to know how to handle it so steps to becoming a better person is simply focusing on you when you start to realize certain situations and how they affect you you start to question yourself and the things around you and when it affects you in a negative way it takes a toll on you no matter how strong you are and you are so used to being called strong it's better that you find peace within yourself and being comfortable in your current situation and if you're not comfortable with finding that comfortable spot in your heart or in your life sometimes to be better for you you have to let go of people who are not good for you no matter how bad it hurts and that's the part of stepping out of bad habits because that's another that's another one recognizing bad habits causing self-harm and most times we do this with the mindset that we gonna be okay when in reality we are not okay and I can so much relate to that one because like I said I can go back to that time when I was in that relationship and I was just like I wasn't good I was not happy I was I didn't know who I was it was just like what does Keisha want what does Keisha like it was just always like I couldn't figure out me because I was so focused on the other person that I stopped focusing on myself and that's the part where he said you have to let go of people no matter how bad it's gonna hurt and eventually it was just like I was doing things to myself 
that was not good for me that I felt like, well, this is going to be my end result, so I'm going to be okay. So, and I'll just give an example of what I meant by that part. So what I meant is I felt like I wasn't good enough for that person. I felt like their attention was off and I felt like what am I doing wrong where I wasn't being loved the way I felt like I needed to be loved and again that's because I didn't have self-love so I wasn't loving me I just felt like I needed to feel that love from that person and I wasn't feeling it so it was like okay well what can I do to myself what can I change about myself to get that attention to get that love so eventually I started taking (laughs) I got on YouTube guys don't laugh at me and do not judge me and do not talk about me okay I got on YouTube I was doing research trying to figure out ways of how to make myself look better I was like and I wasn't trying to work out. I was like, what can I do? I was looking up a pediment. I was trying to gain weight. I was trying to look like all these other girls that I saw the attention going to. Instead of loving myself for who I was. And instead of realizing that somebody could love me for who I am and the way I was. So I was I was I was looking up a pediment. I was I was looking at macaroon, trying to find different ways where I could gain weight, where I could fill out all my curves. And for us women, that that right there is a downfall. When you don't love yourself, you get to doing certain things to your body that really just puts you down. And that was self-harm to my body. And eventually, I bought some macaroon pills. I went on Amazon, bought me some macaroon pills, started taking these pills, y'all. And it wasn't doing nothing for me. It wasn't making me gain no weight. I was just... It was making me fatigued. I was, that was making me more depressed because it was like, okay, all these other girls said that this worked for them. Why isn't it not working for me? But they don't show you what these women really go through behind closed doors. So from looking at it from this perspective, it was like, those were bad habits. That was something that I shouldn't have been doing. And I did it because I was trying to get that attention and that love from somebody that I just said, I have to love myself. I can't force nobody to love me. I can't force nobody to give me that attention that I deserve. So I was just like, Keisha, let's do the self-care challenge. And it may not happen overnight, but every day I got up, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, you are beautiful. You are worth it. You are enough. And I had to keep telling myself every that every day because I needed to learn how to take care of myself and how to love myself and how not to harm my body. And that, again, I can't love nobody properly or love something if I wasn't treating myself right. Now, my way and the last response was myself because I wanted to give my input of what I do now when I find myself slipping into those moments of depression or when I went weeks feeling like, dang, Keisha, like what's going on with you? Why aren't you taking care of yourself? What's going on? And who wants to keep having these self, these, you know, these moments where we're just down 
we're just down and out, don't know what to do, and you're stuck. And it's a cycle, and it's almost like a generational curse that you have to break on yourself. Because if your parents went through it, if your mom went through it, if your dad went through it, other people going through it, you have to break the cycle for yourself. And it was just like, eventually I had to break the cycle for myself. So what I do to bring myself out or when I want to feel good about myself every day now again I still say those things in the mirror I I don't say it now because now I know it and I own it with confidence because I love me but I also listen to gospel music or I I listen to any type of music that will uplift my spirit not something that's going to make me feel angry or some type of revenge or something along those lines that's going to make me sad so I listen I listen to gospel or I listen to something that's going to uplift my spirit um I also I don't sleep because again that for me is I sleep for a couple hours maybe just to rest my mind but I don't sleep all day because I feel like to me that's just going to make me lazy I have to be productive um I try listening to other people podcasts because I I like Stefan Stefan talks. I think that's Stefan speaks or Stefan speaks. I listen to his podcast. I also listen to Trent Taylor. I listen to Lewis Hounds. There's a few people that I listen to that I'm like, okay, I can go listen to them. And I know once I listen to that podcast or that episode, I'm going to be okay, you know, because I can relate to it. I can take some tips, write it down, and then I'm cool. I also listen to TED Talks. I also listen to other motivational speakers, and I pray, and that seems to get me through. But sometimes I have to do it repeatedly because it's hard. It's not something that you can just get get out and get over with overnight. Sometimes you really do have to take that time and really reflect and really think. Um, and you have to repeatedly do it because, like I said, sometimes you be in this funk or you're not taking care of yourself day after day after day. And then eventually it's just like, what's going on? So I do this stuff every day when I feel myself starting to slip into those those down times when I'm feeling down because every day it's, I'm feeding my mind with knowledge I'm feeding my mind with wisdom so feed your mind first like I said first you gotta love yourself you can't you can't love somebody else you can't love something if you don't love yourself you have to take care of yourself start putting you first even if that means people say you are selfish when you start to take care of yourself People are going to misunderstand you. People are going to be like, oh, he, he think he better than me or she thinks she better than me. When in all reality, you're just trying to take care of yourself. You're just trying to make sure your mental health is intact before going in contact with somebody else. And that's what I realized because you leave an impact, you leave an influence on a person. And I never want to walk into somebody else's energy or in their space if I'm thrown off because then my energy can rub off on somebody else and that's what a lot of people don't understand when you say spirits can jump energy can also be as easily um, transmitted it's just people just don't get it that way 
so and then secondly recognizing the things you can and you can't control there are just some things that you will just have to work on and some things you can't work on some things you just pray about it listen to your music and just leave it just leave it up to God or whatever it is that you feel that you believe in leave it up to the universe the your higher being whatever it is leave it and just let it go and then just focus on you it's okay and in, in that time when you're working on you to be called selfish it's okay don't let someone make you feel bad for working on you because at the end of the day sometimes all you have is yourself you're not gonna always have family you're not gonna always have friends you're not gonna always have that job Work on being a better version of you before stepping into something new or stepping into something that you are unsure about. Because if not, it's going to be a lot. It's going to just, it's just going to weigh on you. And I'd rather take care of myself. I'd rather lose everybody than lose myself. And I'm just at a point in my life where I matter more than anything else. Because if you don't take, if you don't say that you matter, then everything else is just not going to fall into place. Everything is just going to continue being a cycle. Self-care is really important, and I really hope not just now during quarantine, but even after this whole quarantine and lockdown, that you really take what was being said in this podcast and really relate it to your life and really somehow apply it and see if it can work for you. I have been literally trying to do everything to keep my mind busy and distracted these past couple weeks so I really hope you guys find a hobby find a niche find something that you can do to keep your mind busy keep your mind distracted and if you do go into those moments or slip into those moments where you're like I'm just down I don't get what's going on or man I want to be a better me but where do I start you start by loving yourself And that's going to always be the first rule. You start by loving yourself because you can't love anyone else. You can't take care of anyone else if you aren't taking care of you and if you aren't loving yourself right. We are going to be moving on on Saturdays. It's going to be um, those fun days where we are going to possibly have a guest on Saturdays. I want to start doing that as well so I'm trying to figure out a better schedule as well so you guys aren't just trying to guess when I'm dropping or when a new episode is coming out so I'm working everything out where it can also fit into my schedule and where you all will be satisfied and happy as well 
So that was it for our topic today on self-care. If you have not listened to loyalty, make sure you guys go listen to that as well. And if you guys have any feedback, any response, or anything it is that you want to give, just let me know. Follow me on my social media accounts. Again, thank you for listening. Make sure you grab a friend next time to listen to the next podcast. And I will see you guys in the next episode. And have a nice weekend. Bye.